Number 30, change your mind and change your life. Proverbs 15, 31 says, whoever heeds life-giving correction will be at home among the wise. Adrian Kaler, a friend of mine, is quoted as saying, asking someone to hold you accountable is a sneaky way of not taking responsibility for your life. Instead, be responsible and recruit honest friends. Changing your mind is only half the battle. You have to change your habits if you want to lead a new life. In May 1971, Congressman Robert Steele of Connecticut and Morgan Murphy of Illinois returned from a visit to Vietnam with the disturbing realization nearly 15% of all U.S. servicemen in Vietnam were addicted to heroin. The nation was outraged. Within a month, President Nixon announced the creation of a Special Action Office of Drug Abuse Prevention. Its purpose was to fight against drug abuse and addiction, especially within the nation's military. To this day, SAODAP's work on rehabilitating U.S. Vietnam veterans of heroin abuse stands as the most successful campaign of its kind. No heroin addict was allowed to return to the U.S. until he was determined, quote-unquote, dry. Once home, only 5% of those veterans ever relapsed. That statistic was, at the time, and is today, unprecedented. The average relapse rate among other heroin users treated in the U.S. is upwards of 90%. 5% compared to 90% relapse? How can that be? Jerome Jaff, the head of Nixon's Office of Drug Abuse Addiction, argued that it was the change in environment that made all the difference. Jaff is quoted as saying, I think that most people accept that the change in the environment and the fact that the addiction occurred in this exotic environment, you know, makes it plausible that the addiction rate would be that much lower. The addicted vets had the benefit of working with psychologists and psychiatrists, just like any other addict in rehab. But the vets also had an added benefit of physically altering the environment in which they live their lives. They came home, their environment changed, and every habit changed along with it. They left Vietnam and with it, all the familiar rhythms they used to know. In short, they changed both their minds and their habits. Your brain is wired to do something one way until you rewire it to do something a different way. What we can learn from the heroin addicts of Vietnam is that this rewiring only takes place if you change your habits, if you're able to alter both how you think and what you do. Richard Rohr says it this way, you don't think your way into a new way of living. You live your way into a new way of thinking. What habits do you need to change in your life today? What healthy rhythms can you introduce? No matter what, habits eat willpower for breakfast. You can have all the willpower in the world, but you won't change anything until you change what you do.